Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a new episode of the Habibi Suhoor Bites. It is by now day, I think day 13 of Ramadan. Things are going really, really fast at this point, you know, sort of that halfway stretch. Um, I have a very exciting guest today, uh, somebody that I've wanted to get on the Habibis for a while now. I'm glad that uh, we could finally make it happen. Yusuf McGee, are you here? Yes, Rami, thank you so much for having me. I've been wanting to be on the Habibis for, for quite some time. Big fan. Uh, also, gosh, I can't believe it's we're on day 13 already. Um, <laughs> it's going really fast. I, I was looking at the moon yesterday and I'm like, oh. Okay, we're here already. <laughs> I swear, Ramadan goes faster every single year. I remember uh, being a kid, and even though you know when I when I was uh, you know when we were younger, it was you know during the winter months, the days were short. It still, right. it still felt so so long, uh, but now yeah. even in the summer months, it, it flies by. And it's also the year after it flies by. We were joking, Fozzi and Osama and I were joking at the end of last Ramadan that Ramadan will be back in like yeah months yeah and it's just like and then it's back yeah yeah and i mean you know i don't know about you but especially now that it's getting earlier um in the year and you know we're getting to april and soon you know next year it'll be in march um it always feels like that first you know the first couple months of the year just fly by and so it's you know yeah we we start the new year and then it's it's basically ramadan it feels like how do you feel about knowing that we're reaching that age where Ramadan has looped around the entire year? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's so funny because I I think of you know I haven't I haven't made it a full cycle yet. Um, Same. And so I think of all of the different time periods it were and all the different times of my life um, that I was in when it was in that time of year. So right. the example I always give, you know, I was. Born and raised here in California, um, I played American football growing up. Uh, right. When I was in high school, uh, which was you know the time I was most devoted to, to football, uh, Ramadan was in the fall. It was in those months. It was in September, October. Mm-hmm. So I played football while fasting, and it was by far the hardest you know full <laughs> Ramadan of my life. Um, yep. The like those months when you're playing a game and if it's a day game you can't you know obviously you're not drinking during the game if it's a night game you can drink but at that point you you haven't eaten a full meal or anything like that far from it right. so you're basically running on fumes and those are always you know what i think of as the most challenging times it's not a few years ago when ramadan was during the longest part of the year it was when you know i was uh i was fasting while while playing a very you know intense sport Right. Yeah. I uh, I did soccer and I have basically exactly the same memory also it being fall and it being raining and just being like, what if I just drink the <laughs> rain? What if I just do that? Because I guess you're in California, weather wouldn't change throughout the year. Yeah. But. In fact, it was actually pretty hot. You know, I always I, right. I tell this story to people where it was my freshman year. So it was, I was 14 years old and we were playing on uh, turf fields so there's those rubber mm-hmm. pellets everywhere and then on a hot day the heat just radiates off of there Oof. and it's it ends up adding an extra 10 de- you know 10 degrees and so it's probably you know 95 degrees fahrenheit um yeah so just just sweltering that's heat like, yeah, and that's like 35 celsius that's too yes, much yes it's too high <laughs> too high the temperature is too high it was too hot 
Absolutely. Right. Uh, but it got to the point where uh, my football team that year didn't have many players. So everyone was playing the entire game. Uh, it got to the point where I stopped sweating because I was so dehydrated. Oh, no. And I would even, I had to, part of my job was to call the plays on defense. I'd have to huddle everyone up and say, hey, this is this is the formation. We're <laughs> I was so dehydrated, I had no saliva, so I couldn't speak. Right. So every right. other play, I'd run to the sideline, just rinse my mouth out with water and spit it out just right. so I could speak. And right. It's, you know, I think back on on. Every single day I've had fasting ever since, and that that's the single hardest day I've ever had. I remember that sounds that sounds really really rough. I, I also remember for me, summer Ramadan is E three. Yes, right. Which I don't know. How do you feel about fasting during E three? I mean, I I fast during E three because I was traveling all the time. Right, mm-hmm. I was traveling three hundred days a year. So for right. me, the like travel exemption basically means that I don't fast. Right. And I'm a little too prideful to not fast. Mm-hmm. So I, I would fast at Ramadan because it just otherwise I would not catch up on Ramadan until like four months later. So I, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm the same way where, you know, I don't, right. I don't, that's the ex- exception that like I'm, I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't need it. It's okay. I can power through. But I also, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like E3 is such a busy time that, you know, it goes by so fast, honestly. Right. I feel like most people, whether they know it or not, are basically fasting during E3 anyway. With one notable exception, which is the lunch and dinner meetings. Sure, sure. I guess, I guess, yeah. I, I, I wasn't taking too many meetings, but right, you know, working, uh, you know, working E3 in the way I did, I would look around a lot of my my peers and coworkers, and you know, they're like, "Oh, I don't know how you're doing this. You know, you're fasting." And I, you know, I asked them what they ate today, and they were like. Yeah. Oh, a cup of coffee and a granola bar, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, it's not much different, right? I just had it two hours earlier. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. 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 No, I uh, for me it was always like four lunch meetings and then two dinner meetings, and me just sitting mm-hmm. there and people going like, "So, do you want some water then?" <laughs> like, no, 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 thank you. Not even water. Um, not even water. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I. Uh, it's always been fun. Like my, my two favorite things about Ramadan each year are always, you know, this was harder with COVID, but just like the, the sense of community mm-hmm. and just like the great excuse to make good food. Yes. Oh my God. That's yes. like, I do this thing every year where I, I basically pull out just what I have in the kitchen and just try to make 20 minute recipes out of everything. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Idea. And yeah, you just buy a whole bunch of stuff. You know, like some proteins, some veggies, some 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 carbs. And you just kind of go like, all right, what could I do with this? And I have enough spices and everything in my kitchen to make something meaningful out of everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've come up with some really nice recipes in in this month. Any, anything anything that you've like committed to? You know, I'm writing this down. This is going in the cookbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of them. Uh, there's um, actually one that I made the uh, the other day, um, which is um a marinade that is basically um soy honey you know like just like a, a sort of sweet soy marinade mm-hmm. um that i normally make with um with the chicken but uh this time i was eating with somebody who's vegetarian mm. so i did crispy tofu instead Ooh. Uh, and then you um and then you just do it with sushi rice and um, uh, lints of cucumber and carrot. Oh, that sounds amazing. And you marinate like half of them and don't marinate half of them. 
so the tofu is nice and it's kind of sticky and it's like nicely marinated. And then the um, the sushi rice is just sushi rice. It's like nice fluffy rice. Mm-hmm. And then the the veggies are basically half of them are also marinated and half of them are just fresh. And it's just a really good combo. My my favorite dessert comes from that month, that month as well. Oh, what's that? It's very straightforward. You take vanilla ice cream. You take black pepper. Mm. You mix the two. Then you take a pineapple. You cube it. You sugar it. Then you heat it until it caramelizes a bit. Put hot pineapple at the bottom of a bowl. Add vanilla ice cream with pepper on top of it. Add some pineapples on top of that. There you go. Rami, you're changing my life. I So I... I... I've had the, you know, crushed black pepper on, on vanilla ice cream before, and it's, I think it's delicious. But the pineapple, so, ugh. It's, it makes all the difference, especially when it starts melting into each other. Oh, gosh. Because the kick, the nice thing about the vanilla ice cream black pepper thing is, like, obviously you get, like, the softness of the vanilla ice cream and then the kick of the pepper, mm, right? Right, it's just, right. like, it's it's transcendent. It's, it's so good. It's, it's such a great juxtaposition of, of flavors and senses. I'm actually, I'm, but then you add, I, I'm glad they add the pineapple oh. and it's like, yeah, it's a new level. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up your favorite dessert because I recently learned how to make my favorite dessert. Uh, so which one? It's a Tayyaf. Uh, oh, the, the, the Egyptian way of making it where at, at least, you know, you, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. I was always told this was the Egyptian way with uh, stuffing it with uh, walnuts and raisins. Yeah, uh, but for those who don't know what a tayef is, it's basically a pancake that you stuff and fold like an empanada or a pot sticker, and then you fry it and cover it in syrup, uh, and it's yeah. the most delicious heavenly thing ever. And uh, it's my favorite thing. My my grandmother makes them every year during Ramadan, um, and. One of the things I discovered during the pandemic, um, I always knew I loved watching cooking shows and I, I, I loved food and I loved consuming mm-hmm. food in, in all of the ways that I could, whether even if it was just, you know, watching a, um, a, a cooking show on, on TV. But right. during the pandemic, I finally, you know, sat down and said, hey, I'm going to learn how to cook all of these things and bake all of these things that I've always wanted to. And so I've started, I started doing that and I, I loved it. It turned, it, it's my favorite hobby now, but yeah. that eventually evolved into, okay, there's so many amazing Egyptian dishes that I don't know how to cook. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough that my grandmother lives close enough to me that I can go, Aww. I can go to her house and I can sit there and spend a day with her and she can just teach me. Um, well, you can do half a meal in that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Egyptian dishes take like fourteen hours. I know. So. Yeah, we we've only done you know one thing at a time. Fortunately, right. uh, my my partner Belinda has has been going with me too, so we kind of do a um, a, th- a three person oh. uh, kitchen. Uh, nice. And we we all she and I learn along the way, and you know I've I've roped my mom into visiting as well. So well, <laughs> it's it's kind of uh, yeah three generations of Egyptians. I mean, and then you're cooking being judged by your mom and your grandma <laughs> as like hard mode well fortunately you know it's not it, like that, that first time we make it we all make it together okay it's, it's okay. more about just the learning part the aspect okay. um but i've 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 learned how to make atayif um and atayif was always it's always it's a ramadan dessert 
right? You, you don't, you don't, you don't really eat it any other time of year. And now that I have the power to make it, I'm part of me is like, well, why, you know, <laughs> I could have this year round. Why don't I have it year round? <laughs> um, but I do try to, I do try to uh, keep some things a little bit traditional at least. And so I've been, right. I've been making it um, more during Ramadan. I've, you know, anytime someone invites me over to an iftar, which is um, a relatively new thing for me this year, um, I, right. I'll, I'll make it for them or uh, if we're, we're hosting, I'll, I'll make it. But uh, I, and I've been experimenting with fillings and things like that, doing savory versions. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. Any favorite savory versions? Yeah, actually, super simple is uh, mint and feta. Ooh. You, just, you, you chop the two up, mix them together, stuff it, stuff it, and uh, you fry it up just the same way, except you just you don't cover it in syrup at the end. Right. And it's it's divine. It's so good. That does sound really good. Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to try that one. Oh, please, hey, um, come come visit. I will I will make you. Inshallah, like I, I I hope so. Like I'm gonna be in. I'm actually gonna be in California relatively soon, but I'm gonna gonna be in LA. I think. Ah, okay. So that's not well, that's not as that's not as easy. We'll make it happen at some point. But we'll, we'll make even it happen. if it's, I'll bring them to GDC next year. Right. Well, I mean, they're gonna overlap. That's at true. Some point, yeah. Right. In, so then we can actually long. like properly do it. For me, for me, the the Ramadan dish that I never make during the rest of the year is uh, the thing I break fast with. My dad always taught me to do dates with milk with cashews. Mm, yeah, and, but we mix them. Do you? Do you so we just blend take it up milk. Or how? No, no, no. We just have milk. We put dates in them, and then we put cashews in them. Like it's just milk with dates in it and mm. cashews in it. Ooh. We fridge it for like fifteen minutes, just so that it's nice and like slightly chilled. And you eat it with a spoon. Oh. That actually sounds really good. It's really good because the dates somewhat sweeten the milk and the cashews are nice and crunchy. So you get like this slightly sweetened milk with dates and cashews in it. And the thing that it helped me deal with was normally when the fast was done, I would immediately drink like a liter of water mm. and I would always be nauseous. Mm, yeah. yeah. So this kind of forced me to like drink with a spoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, I imagine it's nice too because, you know, I... I've I've been guilty of the same thing where you, where you you're so thirsty and you just immediately start start chugging water and then it just fills up your stomach too. It's you know right. just taking up volume. Yep. Yeah. Well, this sort of like it quenches your thirst. The dates give you energy. The cashews give you something to like chew on. Uh, it just it, it's a very complete end of fast meal. I I make it only during Ramadan. I make it for iftar. I make it for suhoor. Mm. It's great. It sounds amazing. I need to try it. Oh, wait, I have to. I have to ask a question though. Have Please. you tried making fatir? I so I haven't yet. My mom actually just made fatir. Um, my my uh, partner's family and and my family were meeting for the first time, and she she was going to make Aww. a whole Egyptian feast and, and asked me what what I wanted. And so one of the <laughs> things I requested was fatir. Um, Amazing. And I, I I haven't done. I haven't actually made anything with filo dough before. Uh, oh. it's, that's next on my list though, because I. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. Fatir was always our like it was our McDonald's equivalent. If we did something, <laughs> if we if we were good for a day, we would go get fatir. Oh, you know what I had? Uh, I did actually teach myself. This was not a recipe I got from my grandmother or, or mom. Um, is actually Hawashi. Um Oh, I, I found a cookbook and I, I learned how to make it myself, including the Aishbelody, um, making that from scratch. And uh, for those who don't know, Hawashi is. It's 
basically you take Aishbelody, which is uh, an Egyptian version of pita, essentially with 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 whole wheat right. uh, flour, and you make make you you cut it in half, you make a pocket, and you stuff it with raw meat that's seasoned with with parsley and um and and cilantro and onion and garlic, uh, and you bake it. Uh, and and to, to cook the meat, you bake it in already baked bread so that when the meat cooks, the beef cooks, all the fat kind of seeps into the bread and it gets really crispy and juicy and delicious. You take it out and yep. you eat it uh, like all as, as sort of like a, a sandwich. It's, it's essentially a street food in Egypt, but it is so delicious. Uh, and it's it's the one thing I've actually been able to give to my mom that she doesn't know how to make. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I feel like I, Ooh, I, that's I cool. yeah, I get to, I get, I get to actually, you know, introduce or not introduce her. She's obviously had, you know, who else she, uh, right. <laughs> but, but it's, it's something I get to, you know, maybe teach her at least. Right. Yeah. We, uh, my, my grandma's, my grandma's signature dish besides the fatir was, uh, a plate of macaroni bechamel. Mm. And then she would always make some, uh, frech panay, like, uh, uh chicken. Yeah. 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 Yeah um that was always her her signature like dinner for like a a big day and um yeah no the, the i mean the arabs know how to do carbs let's, let's <laughs> yes. give them that all right like i was i was explaining kushri to somebody and they were just like uh-huh that's, that's so national it's, food it's just carbs on carbs <laughs> on carbs yes on carbs with tomato sauce it's like yeah well, yeah. when you put it that way yes yeah. that's correct <laughs> well and and i feel like everything also gets you know carbs on it in some way or another you know, if you're having <laughs> shakaseya it's it's with rice if you're having right I, I, the way i eat bemya is with rice you know and yep so everything everything is carbs in one way or another yep i i, I can't do molokhia though what but you don't yeah, like molokhia or you don't eat it, I with rice? I, it just it doesn't it doesn't work for me something about the texture throws me off since i was a kid i think that's what probably throws most people off is is not right. the taste but the texture it is a bit slimy so i, yeah. I understand that Th- that's how i used to be with bemya but i've come around yeah. on on it i really need to retry molokhia at some point because oh, it's just a childhood thing right it's like i i ate it i didn't like it and from that point on i just didn't like it because i didn't like it mm. yeah i would say maybe time to retry it. i'd say the way to make it maybe more palatable at first is is to mix it in with rice and then what what I even I've done since I was a kid is um, shred some chicken and add that as well, Ooh. and it's it's okay. It's it's an entire meal in one in one bowl. It's it's m- one of my favorite things. That's probably that that's got to be next on the list too. That I need my grandmother to teach me. Okay, I'm gonna have to try this because otherwise I have to hand in my Egyptian card. I I know I know I'm shocked actually. Not, it's it's my big shame. My big shame. <laughs> Anyway, Yusuf, thanks so much for talking about food. For uh, I hope, I mean, I hope that people keep to the idea and listen to this during suhoor for the suhoor bites. Because if you're listening to this episode during the fast, like we're sorry. I'm saying even ta- I still have two hours until iftar, so I'm I'm <laughs> I started uh, my mouth started watering. Right. Well, the good news is you can start preparing those things and then have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that that could work. Um, thank you so much, Yusuf. Is there anywhere people can find you online or anywhere that you want to pe- point people at? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter or Instagram uh, at Yusuf Magid. 
if actually I actually have an entire food uh, Instagram as well. Uh, while we're on the subject, uh, it's on Instagram called uh, it's at the Hunger Traps. Uh, you can you can follow oh. there. Uh, I just actually posted my atayif. Um, and so, so you can follow me at any of those places. I, uh, I did not know about the hunger traps. <laughs> I'm going to have to follow this as soon as Ramadan is over. Yes. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need the temptation now. Exactly. Yusuf Shokran. Um, we will speak somewhere in the nearby future, uh, for everybody else. Thank you for listening into another episode of, uh, of the Suhoor Bites and, uh, Salam. Salam.